welcome back to the Purpose Odyssey podcast. My name is Sydney, and this is the second episode. So thank you for listening again. It is just going to be me again. I actually really enjoyed doing the episode by myself. I didn't think that I would have that much stuff to talk about when it was just me, but it seems like I actually entertained myself a little bit more than I expected. So that's good. And I'm glad some of you like the way my laugh sounds on audio. I don't know why I laugh at myself so much naturally, but I don't think that's going to go anywhere. So here we are. So that's good. I'm glad that it doesn't bother anyone. (laughs) I do still plan on interviewing people on here. It's just going to be a little bit later on, but we are still looking forward to doing that. So stay tuned for that if you want to hear other people's perspectives on doing an alternative lifestyle, how they did it themselves, starting their own business, that kind of stuff. I do have that still coming for you. And for today's episode, I'm going to be talking about how to know that you are on the right path in life. And this is something that I talk about all the time in person anyways. So if you're my friend, if you're my family, you've probably heard me ramble on about this in person. But now you get to hear it from a distance. So you're very welcome. (laughs) To start off though, I am going to start doing this new little travel update in the very beginning. If you don't already know, I, me and my boyfriend Zach are currently traveling and we're probably going to be for at least the next year or so. So I thought I would start each episode with a very quick segment, just kind of updating where we are in the world because we are changing at about every three, four weeks, depending on where we are, we're probably about to move again. So last time I did record, I was sitting in a hotel room in Bahia del Drake. Well, in English, it's Drake's Bay, but in Spanish, Bahia Drake. Um, God, I'm sorry if I ruined that. Now we are in La Fortuna, Costa Rica. So that was a good change up. We ended up traveling north and that took... It wasn't too bad of a travel day, not like last time. We ended up splitting it up into two days, actually. So the first day, we just took a boat, um, and that was about an hour and a half through the Pacific Ocean up to Sierpe River, and that was a really fun boat ride again. Highly suggest if you ever want to go to Drake's Bay. It's a really fun adventure just to get there in itself, so I do suggest. But yeah, we took the boat first, and then we took a six-hour bus ride back up to San Jose, where we stayed for just one night. Um, We stayed at a nice hostel. It was called the Guest Packers. And then in the morning, we took another bus, but that one was only a four-hour drive. And we got to La Fortuna, and it was just a quick, like, 10, 20-minute hike up to our hostel. It was not bad at all. And it's been really awesome so far. I've been wanting to go here, La Fortuna, for uh, I don't even know how many years. It's a beautiful, kind of like an adventure capital of Costa Rica. Um, So if you are going to Costa Rica, it's kind of one of those stops that you are highly suggested to go to. So I'm glad that we're here. We are currently staying and working with a hostel, and it is called the Arenal Sloth Hostel. And I have, in fact, seen sloths. So that was wonderful. (laughs) That was my dream. That was honestly one of the main reasons I came to this country. So goals achieved, I guess. It was literally, I think I stepped off of the bus and the first thing I said was, if I don't see a sloth, I'm going to be very upset. Next thing you know, you see a group of tourists standing looking up at the trees and there he was. And I've seen a couple since then. So I think this trip was very successful just with that alone. So I'm very happy. (laughs) But we are working with the hostel and it's been pretty fun. We are just, Zach is more in charge of 
kind of the social aspect of it. So every day he organizes at least one event. Today he's just doing an ice cream social, and I think he's actually doing that right now. He got some people, some ice cream bars, and different travelers are meeting up and just talking about their travels and exchanging numbers to talk to each other. And yeah, it's been really awesome. We've met a lot of really cool people. I'm more doing social media for the hostel, so I'm taking over their Instagram. I am building them a website because they actually don't have one yet. And doing any kind of advertising I can figure out for them within the next three weeks that we're here. And it's been really awesome. And that is the short travel update that we have for you today. We're going to do that every week just to give you a little bit more context about what we're doing and where I'm sitting when I'm recording these. If you do want to know a little bit more about our travels, how we're doing it budget-friendly, any advice in that kind of manner, feel free to subscribe to our blog. We post a lot of travel information there as well as just pictures, and we also have our link to our Patreon there. It is purposeodyssey.com. It's purpose-odyssey. And then our Patreon link there, you can find more just content in general. We have more videos up there just to kind of see us in person. We're going to upload some life coaching materials that I have that I've been working on and just extra content. But that is a monthly membership that's a paid fee for one. And that's just for people that want to give us extra support that we really do appreciate. Because as most people know, traveling can be expensive as well as starting a new business. And you put them together and it can be kind of hefty. So any extra support is super wonderful and appreciated. Thank you to those who have done it so far. Alrighty. Well, now let's get into the actual podcast episode, I guess. So the topic that I wanted to talk about is how to know if you are on the right path in life. And when I say that, I can mean a lot of things, but mostly just are you fulfilling that purpose that we talked about? Is your soul feeling fulfilled? Are you on the right path to fulfill those goals that you had, even as a child? I think when you are a child, those goals that you had in mind are probably the closest thing to what your soul actually needs. I strongly, strongly believe that because at that point in the time in life, you don't have all of those other factors or at least as much kind of influencing the way you think, the way you act, what you believe is meant from you as a human being. It's just kind of what you inherently want. So I think kind of reverting back to that is super important if you're trying to figure out what your purpose is. I know it sounds kind of silly, but like for me, I wanted to be a zookeeper for the longest time. And I still love animals so much. Do I think that's what I want to work with in my job? Probably not, although I would be super happy every day seeing animals. I think that's just meant to be part of my life. I think when I'm more settled down, I think animals are just going to be part of my life and the fact that maybe I'll have a farm because they bring me so much joy. So when I say the right path, it doesn't exactly have to be your career. There are so many other aspects in life, but fulfilling those childhood wants, fulfilling those soul needs, maybe that means just having a farm on the side, which is a huge deal. I mean, having animals and fulfilling that part of my soul. So yeah, that's what I mean by right path. And I guess the first thing that I would say you should look for is how you discuss your life. And I know that seems very simple, but when people ask you questions about what you do every day, your hobbies, what you do as a living, what your family is like, anything like that, how do you feel? Are you getting energized from the conversation? Do you want to keep talking about it? Do people have to kind of stop you and be like, okay, that yeah, you answered my question. Or are you sitting there kind of trying to rush through it 
end it, change the topic? Are you getting exhausted by trying to come up with things that sound interesting about your life? And I think that's a really good sign because there were times in my life when I was working different jobs and I didn't feel like talking about it. And I feel like that was the clear sign that I was not doing the right thing. When you're doing something that you're passionate about, inherently, you are not going to want to stop talking about it. Just like you don't want to stop talking about your partner. I know a lot of times when you're so in love, you almost have to shut yourself up from bringing up your partner all of the time. I know I have to do that with Zach all of the time with my friends. Thankfully, I have very supportive friends of my relationship, but that's the best comparison I can make. If you are working within the right field, if you are doing the right hobbies, you're not going to want to stop talking about it. And if that is you, congratulations. That's awesome. And I'm really sorry if your friends and family don't want to hear about it. Maybe you should look into that because they should want to hear you really passionate about what you're talking about. So yeah, if you are very energized by those types of conversations, that is a wonderful sign. If not, if you're really trying to change those conversations and just not really talk about yourself, it's a sign that it's time to switch things up. Maybe think about what you think is interesting to hear about other people. Maybe you should try it out. Try a new hobby that you think is really interesting so you're excited to tell someone, hey, I'm doing this and maybe you will find that thing. Or just think about what you would be most proud of if you were to tell someone. What would be just the most fulfilling thing to share with someone like, hey, I accomplished building this new website. Check it out. It took me this long, blah, blah, blah. And that's when you start rambling and you're really excited. If you have something in mind that you would be super proud of to share, go do it. Go try to figure out how to do it. So then you can go tell someone, hey, I started this and then see if that works. I, I feel like that is a very good indication of if you're in the right direction or not. And that is the first sign I would look for. The second one is all of a sudden you don't really care what people are thinking about you. And this one was a huge one for me because I struggled with this not exaggerating my whole entire life since I was so little. As I mentioned in the previous episode, something that I really, I guess, always struggled with was never quite fitting into large groups of people. I would always find one or two really, really close friends, but I was never someone that was surrounded by a huge community of individuals. I was always very jealous of those people in high school that had just these huge collections of friends. Like they would go out 10 people at a time. They would have these huge parties. I was never that person. And because of that, I got very insecure and I would consistently think about what other people's perceived me as um, day and night before I went to sleep. I'd be like, oh, I don't know. I was always worried about what people were thinking about me. And because of that, I think I shifted my identity a lot for others. Um, I it made me very confused about what I actually wanted out of life. I tried to change myself in terms of partying, all of these kind of things to kind of fit a mold of what I thought would attract people to create those big friendships because I thought that was almost a measurement of success. But when you find something that really fulfills that passion, that really makes your soul feel full, that kind of dissipates. And I mean kind of because, of course, there are still going to be anxieties in life. There's always going to be low self-esteem. That There are things to overcome that. But this in itself is a huge factor going to help you. And since starting this, I was someone that did not like being on camera. Because of that, I was someone that 
didn't really like being seen in general. And I thought that I almost had to put a show on. But since starting this, that has really, really gone away. It feels like I almost have a bigger purpose. And I feel like because of that, I'm going to attract the right people anyways. So if someone sees this about me and they don't like it, that's okay. I just know that they're not the right people for me. And that kind of thinking starts when you have that right path in your direction. You start attracting so many great people that think like-mindedly, which is another sign. All of a sudden, you find yourself surrounded by the right people. You know, like I said, I never had all of those groups of people that I got along with, but now I do, which is absolutely crazy. (laughs) I have them all over the world now, and that's because they have similar life missions. They have similar interests. And I couldn't really find that in high school and college. But now that I kind of know myself better and I've put myself in situations to meet the right people, oh my gosh, it's so much easier. And that happens when you're on the right path. People, I don't know if it's your vibration, (laughs) which I know to some people might sound kind of like a bunch of hoopla, but for me, it doesn't. (laughs) Um, So if you do kind of believe that kind of stuff, I feel like once you're on the right path, your vibration rises to that path and it attracts the people that are also on the similar path or at least believe in you for it and I do want to mention that for this one in particular this one might have a lag I don't want people to think that once they start this new mission this new project that people are just going to be swarming to you because I feel like at first it's actually quite isolating and this might actually take a while so don't think that just because you started this new mission, this new thing that you're going to be surrounded by people and the fact that you're not is a bad sign, it's not. It's actually quite isolating at first because all of a sudden you are just absorbed in your work. And that is the next sign that I was going to mention. If you love what you are doing, I promise you, you are not going to want to stop. And I know this is a foreign concept to so many people, but you do not have to hate your work. I promise you. And I'd like to remind everyone that the average work week, let's say, is 40 hours. And that's not including any overtime. And I know that's become very, very normal now here in the United States. But let's just be generous, say 40 hours. Now, let's say that you have a career for 40 years. You're in the job market. And again, I'd like to say that's a little bit generous. That's saying you're working from, let's say, 20 to 60 That's probably average. Put that all together, you are spending 83,200 hours of your life working for someone, doing a job. And that's if it's just the standard 40 hours, nothing extra, standard 40 years. That is so much time of your life. And who knows how long you are going to live? Um... I just think that is a crazy amount of numbers and I don't know if there's anything else in life that you spend that much time doing other than sleeping. But is that really you enjoying life? I mean, I love sleeping, but it's just a completely different aspect. (laughs) But 83,000 hours of your life are going to be spent working. So don't you want to be enjoying that? I don't think anyone should be accepting that you have to hate your job, that you have to even slightly not enjoy it. I feel like it should be something you're genuinely feeling fulfilled by. And if you find that after the eight hour day is over and you're not just 
itching to go home, that is such a good sign. If you're just at home working this passion project and you don't even want to stop to go to sleep yet, you don't want to stop to go out, that is such an amazing thing. Do not let other people tell you that is a bad thing and you're a workaholic unless you're literally just like straining yourself and like not healthy. But if it's something that you're just genuinely so fueled by, please take that as a good sign. That is awesome. And I really want to stress to people, do not accept hating your job because you are spending 83,000 hours of your life doing it. All right. So now that that spiel is kind of over, I'm going to kind of change gears a little bit. Those first few things that I mentioned were more just things you can check in with yourself on. Like, do I feel that way? Just kind of doing a little check-in with yourself to see if you feel, if you identify with any of these things. The next thing I'm going to say is going to be a little bit controversial, (laughs) but it's probably been the biggest factor for me to know that I am on the right path. And I know there's going to be different beliefs on this, but I'd say just keep an open mind. But for me, the biggest factor was signs from the universe. And I know some people are shaking their heads right now saying that the universe cannot talk to you. And I understand that, but I disagree. (laughs) And I think there's a lot of ways to frame this that work for different people. Um, Depending on your religion, some people may say God. It just depends on the way that you view life in itself. But signs for the universe for me was by far the biggest factor. And what I mean by this is, again, this might be controversial, but seeing angel numbers. Um, When I have made huge decisions in my life that I was very, I don't know, very scared by, I consistently have seen angel numbers repeatedly after it. And it gave me so much comfort knowing it was the right decision. And they ended up being the right decisions. Like, The huge one for me was just joining AmeriCorps in general. I think that's when it started happening to me in an extreme quantity because it was almost like I was jumping ship completely and starting a new life from Michigan and basically signing a contract of my life away for two years (laughs) traveling the country. And I really went back and forth about that decision for the longest time. And I kept asking the universe, I'm like, is it right that I'm going to be doing this? I'm giving up so much. And I kept getting those very specific signs and angel numbers and it worked out so much. It gave me so much more confidence going into it. I found my partner. I found my career. I found my best friends through it. My whole life changed. And ever since I made those decisions, I've looked for those signs and I swear they have made me more confident since then. I know some people are probably listening to this with no previous experience trying to, I guess, listen to signs from the universe and have just always found it to be extremely discreditable. And I completely understand that because growing up, I was not like this. I always, I I did not find religion very interesting. I just thought we were just little animals roaming around with no purpose and everything like that. I was very scientifically driven. Um, But since getting in touch with this, it's been a game changer And just some little advice if you do want to start getting in touch with this. First, I know some people are getting really sick of listening to this, but meditate. I I promise you, even if it's just for a couple minutes, it gives your mind a place to just finally settle down for a second. And there's no right way to do this. Just give yourself two minutes and meditate. Um, And that 
is just to let you learn how to be present again. I think a lot of people are roaming around the earth, including myself for most of my life, on autopilot. They are just very task oriented. We are just going from job to job, from hour to hour, trying to get through life when we're not really observing anymore. We're not very aware of our surroundings. We're not open to this different form of communication. So meditating is probably the first step I would advise people to do. And that's just to slow your mind down. Um, We miss a lot of things. We miss a lot of signs in life just because we're not looking for them. There are plenty of times that I've given the advice to people to basically make a deal with yourself in the universe. (laughs) Um, Pick something that you don't often see in everyday life, like a set of numbers. Or I had someone pick frogs because they don't really think about frogs often. And they said that if they keep seeing these images, then they'll know. And I think that's a great way to start. Just set one rule with the universe to start communicating and let them know that you're open. And later on, they come to me and are just like, what the heck? Who are you? Like, (laughs) I've been called a witch multiple times, which I am not, just to preface. But (laughs) when you start doing these kind of things, it's just very strange. You're missing a lot of communication and when you open yourself up to it, it's it's crazy what you'll learn about yourself, about your life, and if you are on the right path or not. So stay open to those kind of ideas. I know they're different. Something very similar is just having strange coincidences happen. So not just seeing a set of numbers or a certain image a lot, but having very strange coincidences happening. Like bringing something up that you haven't talked about in a very long time and then a couple hours later hearing a stranger talk about the same thing just like what like it's just things aligning for you for the first time and it will just be crazy when you start to notice those kinds of things and I believe when you are aligned with yourself you start aligning with the universe more which makes weird coincidences start happening more for an example of what I mean by coincidences Something that happened to me not very long ago, maybe about a month ago, right before I left. Um, My grandma, when I was born, she made the decision to leave me a cassette tape. And on the cassette tape was her talking for about half hour, just saying whatever she wanted to say so I could listen to it in my time capsule when I turned 18. And my whole life, I really wanted to listen to it. You know, she passed away when I was probably about... 16, um, I didn't get to spend too much time with her growing up for a lot of reasons, but I was very curious to hear what she had to say. And by the time I turned 18, for some reason, the cassette player just did not work. I had no idea why. Um, I couldn't finish it and it really bothered me. So fast forward to about a month ago, I'm 25 years old and I had a dream when I was staying at my parents' house. And the dream basically just consisted of my grandma saying, congrats, like you listen, good job. I'm so proud of you. It was very faint, but I remembered it. And I was sitting in my bed on the phone with my boyfriend and I was about to tell him, I was about to open up my mouth and say, I wish I could find that tape. I had no idea what she was trying to say. And right before I say it, I look up. And my, the closet is open to this room that I'm sitting in. And in the corner of the closet, I see something black sticking out. And I'm like, what? No fucking way. Oh, I guess I am going to swear on the podcast. I've been debating that the whole time. Um, okay, well, here it is. <laughs> I said, no fucking way. And 
So I pull it out and there it is. It's the tape with a working cassette tape player. I I have not been able to find it in so long. I have looked for years since that day it didn't work and I could not find it anywhere. And it was sitting right there, right when I was about to say it. And so I'm like, no way. I was freaking out on the phone with Zach and I ended up hanging up on him. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I did say goodbye, but I hung up on him and I immediately played it. And it is probably to this day one of the strangest coincidences I've ever had. It was literally the day before I left to travel and the tape worked and it was basically telling me to not listen to what everyone says that I should be doing and to please follow what I my purpose and to actually do what I want to do to not even listen to my own parents if it's not what I want to do do not do it and follow that intuition that I have she said to travel the world she said to do all of these things that I was about to start doing the next day and for something like that to happen I I don't know about you, but I just can't keep believing in these crazy coincidences because these things happen to me all the time now that I feel more aligned. And I hope you start looking for that kind of stuff. Start believing it because once you do, it really opens up this whole new world and life feels a lot more big and a lot just everything seems to have a reason now, which sounds scary, but it's so much better. And that ties into one of the last things that I'm going to talk about today, and that is things just falling into place for you. You know, life can be hard sometimes, and or most of the time, I guess I should say. And I've noticed that now that I feel more aligned with my bigger purpose, that things just seem to be helping me out more. It, like things are just falling into place without that huge scramble that I felt like I was constantly living in. Uh, like an example of this is just coming up with an obstacle in your head saying, oh, I'm not going to be able to overcome that. And then a friend texting you with a solution to that problem, even though you never really asked them. And it's just like, oh, OK, I guess I guess I can overcome that. An example of this was the whole time that I was living in my apartment in Austin I felt very stuck and I didn't think I could leave simply because I was in a lease. And I think a lot of people have felt that way like okay well now I'm in a law-binding contract I can't get out so I better wait the whole year and that's how I felt and when I finally came up with this idea I decided to just post it just to see if eventually I would be able to get out of it that day someone reached out to me and asked about it she ended up being someone that I had mutual friends with she was lovely and agreed to take over the lease Things just worked like it has never worked before. I found the roommate. Um, I was able to get the laptop I needed for all of the editing, which I never thought I was going to be able to afford. The camera that I mentioned in the previous episode, the people, the connections. I started meeting people that had the same travel plans as me. I'm like, what? And they're like, oh, we can give you housing in Colombia. Oh, I'm staying in Ecuador at the same time, which now we're not staying in Ecuador due to current events. But I just kept things just kept falling into place that made everything a lot more easier. And it didn't feel like I was almost fighting against the path I was on, trying to break through all of these obstacles, but it was more just a helping hand towards it. And that leads me to my very last sign that you are on the right path. And this is something that I've recently learned, and that's obstacles do not stop you. 
So even though I feel like things fall to place easier, I've also noticed a large portion of it is just because I'm not scared of obstacles anymore. You know, when I was younger or maybe even just a few years ago, every time something was put in my way, I thought it was almost a sign saying stop, like don't, you don't want to do that. Or I almost didn't have the energy to overcome it. But now that I have these bigger reasons to existing, to working, they don't bother me. I just figure I'll figure it out. And that's a lesson that I like to pass on to people is you have figured out every single thing in your life so far. You are still alive, meaning you figured it out. So if you have something that you do want to do, I promise you, you will figure it out (laughs) or you're going to figure out, oh, it's not the thing for me, but you have overcome every single thing that has come past you. Every idea you've had, everything you have overcome it. So this new thing that you're about to do, you will also overcome. Maybe it won't go exactly to plan and that is totally okay. That is completely fine, but you will get through it. So if you start a new project and you fail, that is fine. You're just going to be one step closer to the thing that you're actually meant to do. It's just you got to get through those steps. And before I was scared that it wasn't the right thing, so I just didn't do it. But it took me so many trials and errors and then learning that, oh, maybe the trials are essential to getting to the ultimate goal. And so that was a huge thing for me is now that I have these obstacles, like, I didn't know how to build a website. I didn't know how to make it app friendly. I didn't know how to do a podcast. I didn't know how to do any of this shit. But I've learned that you always figure it out. No matter who you are, you will figure it out. I would compare your purpose or the path that you're meant to be on almost to your romantic relationships and your marriage. You would never expect the first person that you date to be the person you marry or to be your soulmate. That is so rare. I know that there are exceptions, but there's also exceptions to this rule where some people wake up and they know exactly where they want to do, but you have to know that is so rare. So viewing it like your relationship where you have to date other people, you learn lessons with each relationship like, oh, okay, well, we didn't really have the same values in terms of politics and religion. And I guess that's more important to me than I thought. The next time you date someone, you're going to go into it knowing that. And it's like that with your purpose and the job, your career, you have to learn those lessons through choosing the wrong ones first. So if you're someone that is maybe older and you've tried a lot of things and you haven't found it yet, or maybe you've stuck with one thing and you're very frustrated with yourself for not trying other things, that's okay. Just go to the next one now. That's, it's never too late. Just like it's never too late to find love. Haven't you seen the golden bachelor? Hello. I'm (laughs) I'm so sorry. The Golden Bachelor, I don't know if you haven't heard of it, but it's these like 70-year-old grandmas and grandpas trying to find love. And you know what? Someone found love. So it is never too late to find love, nor your purpose. Please know that. You have to go through these trials and errors just like you would never expect to find your first love with the first person. And I think that concludes the ways that you know if you're on the right path. And I hope someone gained something from this. I hope you learned something. If you have any questions, please feel free to respond to it in the podcast app or on my website. I would love to hear about it. Or if you thought of a topic that you'd like me to address, I would love to. Um, Any feedback, you know, some people told me that my first episode was a little bit too quiet. So I think I fixed that. But let me know if you have any technical feedback or just anything in general. I want to hear from you. 
and yeah thank you for joining me again we next episode i'm planning on uploading every tuesday around 4 a.m so people can listen to it on the road to their jobs that i hope you love (laughs) and if not maybe a new job sometime soon but yeah every tuesday i should be uploading we should have an interview sometime soon just got to make sure i find the absolute right person for the first interview and i kind of get settled into this myself before i bring someone else on and you get to know me you know all right and just a reminder go try something new today okay Even if it's just a walk in a new place, you touch a tree or something, anything. Slow your life down. Go enjoy it. All right. Thank you.